0: Well, good morning, traders and investors. My name is Roger Scott. I'm the head trader for Wealth Press. Today is Wednesday, July 15th. No, I have no idea where the last two weeks have gone. I have no idea where the year has gone. All I remember was celebrating New Year's and thinking it would be nice to have summer here, and here we are. I don't know where this year is going. I I really don't know. I think it may be because of all these things going on. Uh, COVID-19, it's a change of pace, possibly, I don't know, but the year is just going by too fast. I went to dinner with somebody last night, and they moved here a month ago, exactly a month ago, and they asked me, how long do you think I've been here? And I said, oh, about 10 days. So (laughs) my timing has just been terrible. But as I always say, let's get into the market. Now, before I get into the global news, just want to let you know where banks stand. We had big bank earnings over the last few days, beginning of this week earnings officially started unofficially they started about two weeks ago but officially they started beginning of this week we've had um a couple of banks we've had chase or jp morgan we've had um wells fargo and another bank i think it was ubs bank come out but there was three banks two of the banks were better than expected the third bank wells fargo was worse than expected so and quite substantially worse than expected i'm and the theme again While economy's coming along, certain sectors are recovering. The bottom line is this, everybody's watching out for COVID-19. That's the biggest trigger. So let's talk about global economy. And then today is Wednesday. I'm going to talk about pullbacks. I'm seeing some pullback opportunities that you need to be aware of. So shares rose Wednesday as investors took heart from news that experimental COVID-19 vaccine has roughed up people's immune systems as desired. That's great. Benchmarks in Paris, Frankfurt, Tokyo, US futures also sold saw solid gains, excuse me, too early in the morning, suggesting that we can have a rise today. And I'm already looking at the market pre-open and it looks very promising. Focus was on news that scientists will soon begin a 30-person study to see if the experimental vaccine developed by Moderna, and the U.S. National Institute of Health is strong enough to protect against COVID-19. That would be great. Now, earnings are are taking center stage right now, but honestly, everybody's thinking about COVID-19. If COVID-19 passed us, I think Wall Street would turn into a whole new uh, picture and this shadow looming over us would disappear. Central banks acknowledged very high uncertainty over the outlook of the world's third largest economy. The bank's growth, Forecast for the year, and this is Tokyo we're talking about, was downgraded to minus 5.7 from the earlier forecast of minus 5, minus 3. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was nearly unchanged while the Hang Seng Composite Index slipped 1.6%. President Trump signed a bill and an executive order that he said will hold China accountable for its oppression against the people in Hong Kong. And again, I honestly think I'm not, I'm not that political. Um, I like President Trump. I think he's got a good, I think he's he's moving things in the right direction, but I wish he would just stop with this China thing till COVID-19 was more stable because the markets, the global economy is not stable and putting more stress on it right now is only going to take longer for things to resolve. And again, crude oil is back up to above $40 a barrel. That's very, very important. And that's something we need to pay attention to because that's telling us oil companies are no longer bleeding cash day and night. Now, today we have the industrial production number. That's going to be very important because that's gonna let us know if big companies, industrial companies in US are picking up. I know for a fact that manufacturing is picking up and I know for a fact that mortgage applications are going through the roof right now. We're at the highest level since last year Interest rates are low, and the Fed told us we're going to keep interest rates low for the next year and a half, possibly. Maybe even all the way till the end of 2022. So most investors, traders, and consumers are going out refinancing their homes or buying their homes. And a lot of people are moving from very big congested communities to small areas in small parts of the country to avoid COVID-19. So there's a lot of shuffling with real estate right now. And that's very, very positive, excuse me, for mortgage applications. So we are seeing an uptick, which means companies that provide loan application, loan originators like PennyMac, other companies are going to do really, really well. The biggest report comes out tomorrow, jobless claims and housing starts. Those are going to be the biggest ones. But the report that I'm looking for, the big report that it's on my horizon, is retail sales. Why? Because retail sales account for 75% of the economy. So, the consensus is 5.2%. Let's just read this. Retail sales soared past expectations with a 17% monthly surge. That's very very positive, but but let's see what happens this month. The consensus is 5.2%. I would love to see I would love to see something above 5.2%. 5.5 percent, 6 percent, anything above 5.2 percent is kosher. That means things are looking better. That means there's something for the GDP to do. As, as you could see here, let me and let me let me just read this to you. Essentially, re, uh, retail sales covered the durables and non-durable portion of consumer spending. Consumer spending typically typically accounts for about two thirds of the GDP, and that's what I just said a minute ago. Two thirds, about 70 percent. So you really need to pay attention to retail sales why because gdp is the biggest quarterly report and that's telling us whether the engine is humming along well and if retail sales are lower than expected that's going to have an impact on the gdp also another big report is jobless claims and the jobless claims expectation tomorrow again as long as we're below the 1.437 moving average the four week moving average we should be okay anything below this number I like the consensus 1.28 million anything below you see the consensus range is below the moving average but anything below the 1.4 million we should be okay now today is Wednesday and the market pulled back the last few days and we got some juicy pullbacks so let me show you some stocks that I'm looking at right now we got Billy not a bad little pullback reversal we got YY which is joy we got ESTC we got build.com built built Dot com holdings, which I like, and we got paylocity holdings. So, out of all of these, the two that I really, really like I like Etsy ETSY and I like Bill B I L L. Now, for Etsy, I would put a buy stop right around the 105, I would put a buy stop at the 106 level, and I would ride my profit to about the 115 level and I would put a stop loss right below the swing low, right around the 98.50 level. So let's review. We'd get in at about 106, our stop loss would be right around the 98.60 level, and our profit target would be right around the 117 level. For bill, I would go long around, I would say right around 85.25-ish, 85.25 to 85.50. I would put a stop loss around 77 77, and my profit target would be right around the $95.50 area. So again, Etsy and Bill for pullbacks. I like those two quite a bit, and check those stocks out. Those are good, low-risk pullback trades. Etsy is actually one of the strongest stocks right now. I'll talk to you guys soon, and have a great day ahead. Bye. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today, so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott, and happy trading.